Hello. Hello. What's up, girl? What's your tea, bitch? But um, we're going to start this. So... Hi everyone, it is me and Jansu Jans, and um, I know he hasn't been on for a while, but yeah, we have all have lives. So I want to talk about the Q stuff now. The Q is for those of you who don't know, the Q is basically a gay club in New York City, and there's a lot of gay clubs that are similar to this. Um, you know, the gay club basically they're suing them for other reasons, but the tea that really came out was. That have a lot of people in the uproar. Shout out to Bi Latin Men who put me onto this because I didn't even know this until they posted about it. And um, Bi Latin Men live for them. But there's another podcast or whatever. But with that being said, I have Zhangzhu here today to talk about, like, you know, the discriminatory things about the clubs and just not even just the clubs, but. As I was waiting for Miss Thing over here to come out the gym, I was thinking not only is there discrimination within the nightlife, but it's also discrimination when you go to Fire Island, different places and stuff like that. It's always some type of discriminatory thing, whether it's your race, your body, your you know, gender expression or something. It's always something that they kind of leave out. That's a fact. You know, it's not only just like, there can be an all-inclusive thing when it comes down to race, but they don't want no fats, no femmes, or trans, or, you know, you know, non, you know, like, people who think, like, who express themselves, like, queer people, all that. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a thing where, you know, even though there may be a certain type of, you know, they may be inclusive, but what does that definition of inclusive really do mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, my first question that I want to talk about um, is, what is your experience of the queue? Have you ever experienced it? I only went once, and it was okay. I mean, I've been a few times, and, like, I do love the queue. I mean, well, let me, let me reiterate that. I know quite a few people that work there, like, whether it be, like, we've done content together or we've like connected through other friends or through social media. So like whenever I go, like there's at least, at least one person that like, I'm like, Oh shit. Like, Hey friend. And like, we hang out and shit. So like, I'm never like, I never feel discluded or alone. So that's cool. Um, I, in my mind, honestly, like the vibe of the queue is really just hell's kitchen in a nutshell. Like what I do like about it is like, it doesn't look like every single gay bar in hell's kitchen. Like it's, it's more done up. It's bigger. It's nicer. They have like a lot more events and stuff. So it's really, it is, it does look aesthetically cute. But as far as the crowd, like it is pretty much Hell's Kitchen. What I found interesting, I think this is my second time going to the queue. I went with um, Zach, which is his boyfriend. My boyfriend. Yeah. And there, it was weird. Like it was packed as hell. And there was just one, it was like segregated. So there was one room that was like the Asian room. Like, literally only Asians were in this room and like me and Zach were just in there chilling like hanging with all the Asian boys and like like you know we were just kind of like hopping from room to room but it was just so fucking jarring and wild I was like why are you all just like congregated in one room like why can't everyone just like intermingle and hang out together and like a part of me also felt like all right like I get it like you know if, if being black like I totally do love moments where like I could hang out with a 
a bunch of other people of color and black people and like we could like connect on things that we all relate to so it's like all right like i get that commodity in that however like you know we're in a bar we're in a club like let's all fucking like let's get to know other people other races other angles other other stuff not just what you fucking know and like for me it's the same thing as all the white girls hanging out in one fucking room and only talking about white girl shit and it's like why can't literally why can't we all just get along why can't we all be in the same exact space and share the same shit we're all gay men we're all sucking dick why the fuck does it matter right um another thing is that i want to really point out is the fact that when it comes down to it and you really kind of like get into it a lot of time when it comes to gay gay, house kitchen first and foremost anywhere in manhattan it's a theme the common theme is muscly white gay men you know and on top of that there isn't many places for like lesbians or trans people or even bisexual people. I mean, I I would say that's, that's probably more Brooklyn. Like at this point, at this I would point, say Bushwick is like the epicenter, the melting of pot, like, the melting pot, and the epicenter of just being queer. Like, you know, there's so many more inclusive and diverse gatherings and parties and clubs where you don't just see just gay men or just lesbians. Like you'll see like people of all. The, walks the of fucking, life yeah all walks of life the whole spectrum of the lgbtqia plus rainbow right and i do feel like that's been a thing lately as well like when we went to hustle ball it kind of did feel like even though it was a particular thing but there was a little bit of everything i guess i feel in a sense at not, hustle ball not really no i'm, I'm I, yeah i was gonna say that i'm not gonna talk shit on somebody that literally gave me a paycheck however i have my thoughts i have my concerns and I mean, I'm a little bitter because I was given an assignment. I followed said assignment and, um, you know, no one else followed it. Oh, well, that's kind of common. But I, I mean, I told you over the phone. But anyway, but, um, you know, it was just like, it, well, it, there's like moments where I feel like people get it. Like they include everybody, but then they don't. My yeah. thing is, it's just like, you know, when it comes down to it, Howl's Kitchen for me when I would go, I would only go to two places. One, Excel when I was younger, and two, Boxers, but the sport, Boxers Sports, bo- like, um, bull Bulldog Boxers or something like that. And then, you know, Boxers that we all know. They would mm-hmm. play more of the music that I listen to. And I also get it why sometimes some things are a little more segregated because not everybody wants to listen to this but the reason why i mean i guess but like it's just music at the end of the day we're not like especially in a bar setting like you're really not going there for specifically the music you're going to hang out you're going to like meet other people have a drink like it's not only about the fucking music that's, that's why I'm, true like, it's also, a collaborative the, thing it's a collaborative thing also at the end of the day i feel like there's enough music that can appeal to everyone and not just one fucking group or one fucking race yeah and that's why i kind of feel like for me when it comes down to it i get why people have their own things but i also want people to be more inclusive like why is it that we have to listen to early 2000s you know like i'm gonna I'm call it out and just be like the the there not therapy um industry um that bar up in 50th and um in between 9th and 8th like industry is another one um i think hardware um you know the ritz even and it's like they always play like the the top 40 hits and Mm -hmm. they don't play anything else that like the city girls like 
you know, all these other things. Because I think due to TikTok, they all are pretty familiar with a lot of the, you know, quote unquote urban songs or whatever the case may be. <laughs> urban. But, and, but, you know, but the thing is also what I don't like is that when they have like Latino night or urban night, and they that's just my thing of, too. It's like why? Why does? Why is there only a night? night right. So like, just why them. Does it have to be that. Like why can't it just be an every one night every night? Yeah, and I feel like especially with the queue because the queue is like pretty big, and I'm like, you guys could switch it up. Like one floor be this type of music, another floor be another type of music, and everyone just gets in and kind of go, you know, bouncing around from floor to floor, and that's just really that. Mm-hmm. Pay the DJs their money and call it a day. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people, they don't feel like they want to do that because in reality, you know, they're like, well, the white gays are going to be the ones who pay because a lot of the time, a lot of these white gay men have, you know, high paying jobs in corporate offices or they just come off of mommy and daddy money or they just want to tear, you know, cater to them in general because they play a specific type of music. Because me personally, me and me and Johnson have different music tastes when it comes to certain things. Some things I like, don't get me wrong, that Johnson listens to, but you know, I do make my little remixes to it to make it nasty and raunchy. <laughs> I mean, I, to be fair, I don't think a lot of the music I listen to is not gonna appeal to most clubs any fucking way. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like in general, everyone has different music tastes, but it's just something that you know you can you can and you could switch it up it could be an hour of britney spears and madonna and all those other girls and then another sp- hour of listen to the city girls and doja cat and megan the stallion and twerk music and another hour to reggaeton another hour going back to me britney spears maybe and switch it up to more house music you know switch up the vibe every oh so often that way is a consistent flow like you know like it's not like a bad night where you only got to listen to one genre of music. And I feel right. like the club should be a place to expose the people to other genres of music. But the thing is... You know what it is, though? Like, I feel like I've been to so many... Like, there's a way to do it. Like, there's, I've been to more than enough parties where, like, the whole crowd is, like, fucking, like, Pleased. mixed up and diverse and of all fucking walks of life. Like, you know, like, I've been to so many different types of parties and clubs like that. So I feel like it's not a stretch. It can be done and it doesn't have to be like, like, like you said, like it could be an hour of this hour of that, but it doesn't have to be like that. Like you can literally play everything at once. Like it could be like, mix it up. You, you know, DJs are hired for a reason. They know how to fucking mix things. They can literally transition from fucking trap and rap all the way to pop and R&B. Like if they wanted to, it's not that hard. So it's not hard to have if it's really about the music it's not hard to create a space where all right everyone can vibe to it like maybe one person is like one specific song but they'll like the next song yeah and another thing is that we have to go up to management too because even boxers a couple years ago they faced a thing where they're like oh we don't want to play such and such songs from like Nicki Minaj or stuff like that and it just kind of creates like it's really the management's fault in reality because the people who are empowered normally of these type of establishments are kind of like white or whatever the case may be. And they're the ones holding all the pieces and all the money. And they're the one doing the hiring of the employees, but also the talents for the night or the weekend or whatever the case may be. So that's another thing. I really want to get into this thing of like the race card and how people just be racist. My first interaction, I talked about it on the podcast a couple, like uh, last year or something. And my, you know, 
my experience, my first, like, really noticing that there is diverse, like, there is, you know, divisions in the nightclub scene or whatever is because when I went to the Ritz, I was literally standing on the top little bench thing in the Ritz on the dance floor on the first floor. And as I'm standing there with my friends and it's supposed to be Urban Night or whatever, the moment they started playing hip hop or some old school like reggae songs and like or dancehall songs, it like you started to notice all I started standing up high. So I'm like looking down and I'm like all the white gays are like whispering to each other and they're like leaving. They're like closing out their tabs and they're gone with the wind because they're going to industry because they don't want to listen to this music. We can always blame management or whatever the case may be, but we can also have to that go to these places accountable too because it could be the music yes but at the end of the day a lot of people especially white gay men do give off this facade that okay we don't want to listen to that all day long but no one don't want to listen to old school you know 90s bars and pop music and all that shit all night long either like you, you get your moment and now it's time to listen to something else but the thing is that it just like kills me because it's just like the Q is just an example, but all these little clubs do the same thing, not only in Hell's Kitchen, but in Chelsea, but in, um, you know, you I know. think what the Q tried to do, because I, from what I remember, like that specific part I was talking about where it was like hella segregated, like each room there was different music. So like, I remember like there was the, um, big room, like they, the specific room where they do like the live drawing sessions on like weeknights, like that was a room where like, I guess it was a more circuity room. So like, go-go dancer in there and they were playing like your typical pop shit and then the eight like the very asian room they were playing like k-pop and like lady gaga and just like i guess things they would assume asian men would gravitate more towards and then upstairs was like the more like not dance hall but like i guess more hip-hop urban area and then downstairs was just like a regular chill like bar setting yeah, I mean... With the drag queens. That's another thing. I mean, I personally feel like also, like, they just need to mix it up. They need to put everybody, play the same shit on one floor to the next, whatever. But when it comes down to removing the queue and removing that, all these little bars don't really have... I stopped going to the clubs personally, honestly. One, because when, you know, working a regular nine-to-five you don't have the liberty to really go out during the week because I know that the queue had that at night, but I'm like, bitch, I have work at 9 a.m. Girl, I'm not going to the queue to like slowly waking myself up from the dead to then go to the club. I'm not 21 anymore. I'm 28 and I can't do that. And, you know, unless I live, worked in a nighttime shift, like, or something like that, or like work in the nightlife, then that's a different story. I could do those things because I have to wake up early. But you know, they need to start putting some of these things into the weekend as well. I know that there's different events, like, different, like, you know, what was it that we were talking about yesterday? Um, Lady Fag or mm-hmm. something like that? Like, Susan Bars. Yeah, and then they have their little, you know, it's not a space, a set space, but they do travel from place to place, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, And it's just, like, things like that. We have those things, but it's just, like, also, like, you know... It's not, I don't know, it's just, like, one of those things that I just feel like they need to start placing it, like, I don't know, it, it's, it's, it's crazy to me that, you know, we don't have, like, a set place to have it anymore. Because we used to, 
And I, I remember boxers used to have that all the time where they had like on Saturday when I was like 21 and like they would have on Saturday, they'll have like, you know, cafe con leche and they'll have it in boxers. And that she used to be dumb packed. I secretly wish they would have opened up boxers. Um, okay. And, you know, moving on, but besides all that, I really do feel like there needs to be more clubs when it needs like also including trans people, also including, um, you know, more people of color in these spaces like the Q, like in Hell's Kitchen, because predominantly the reason why everyone always attacks Hell's Kitchen is because that's where all the gay clubs are for the white gay men. But it's like, you know, why can't we be included in it? And that's right. just really the point of it, of why I want to talk about the Q. is like the Q is like, you know, just one club, but it's connected to so many other people. But, you know, another thing is that people need to kind of, people of color need to stop complaining about this, you know, Black and, you know, Latino people, Asian people, stop complaining about this and open up clubs. You know, those of you who are more successful than the others, invest in, get a group of your friends that have a large lump sum of money and invest in a club to kind of open up something for, you know, of color and that's just something that you know you know that should be done just mm-hmm. period but you have anything to add i mean i agree on that and like i read the q statement on the allegations we're gonna call it allegations i allege I, allege. I, allege but i mean i i'm gonna bank on it being somewhat true because it didn't come out of nowhere and again like it's not shocking like we've seen it all in action like none of that is shocking so like I read the Q statement. I hope that they are going to try, as they said, and make it and do better. Um, you know, obviously, there's only but so much they can do. Like, at all, it really just boils down to the crowd. It boils down to the people themselves. Um, right. Yeah, but I could definitely see people of color still being, like, weary of wanting to go there, given everything that just happened. So it's like, even if they do are on their P's and Q's for, in the future... As a person of color, I would be like, well, fuck them. Like, I don't, I still don't want to go. I don't give a fuck. Like, there's many other clubs I can go to and not that one. Yeah, but I feel like all the gay clubs in New York City need to, like, switch it up. Because, just because it's just the Q, and I think what I want to say is, because I keep on rambling on, what I want to say is that the Q is just one of them. There's a lot of them that do the same shit. They just don't get as popularized because they're not connected to celebrities or they're not getting sued. Right. Whatever. You know what I mean? And it's that just not even, the, and it's not even the fact that they were getting sued for discrimination. They were getting sued for some other shit. But the thing is, that it brought it to light. But there's a lot of clubs that kind of do that because even myself going to some clubs, like you know, in House Kitchen, I don't really feel welcomed because it's like one, you know, the club is okay, but the music is kind of tired. It's like okay, I'm listening to Britney Spears and Madonna how many times and Lady Gaga, like lift for the girls down on my playlist, but I don't want to be hearing them all night long. You know, can we play something else that gives you more, make, you know, more in the groove of, you know, shaking your ass and doing something. But, you know, it's also the people that are there. You know, a lot of the time it's the the crowd that kind of makes it feel like, you know, like you're not, you don't belong, you know. Right. Because there could be people of color there and stuff like that. But, you know, you still have those, you know certain gay white men that just kind of be like um what are you doing here or they look at you up and down like you're some alien from fucking nebula or whatever the fucking case may be or neptune 
And it's just like, bitch, what are you staring at me like that? Like, I stole something from you. And I've had that experience. like, you know, that they just be staring and just be weird. And I don't know. That's just I me. It. I mean, I feel like there needs to be more places, like, solid places that they can, like, you know, be that it's known to be people of color. But also, there is places in Harlem. There is places in um, <coughs> the Bronx. But some of those things are kind of sometimes too far for people who live in Queens and in Brooklyn. Yeah. Or in, even in Manhattan, because the Bronx is pretty big. And sometimes they get to the Bronx, it's like an hour and some change. And you're like, all right, girl, this is too much. Like, the distance is too much. This is why Manhattan has always been the place for gay people, because people could just come down and just meet at literally at the, at the middle. Right. It is like, you know, the epicenter and the hub. And it's like the middle point for most areas. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, even then, I think that a lot of the gay people, a lot of gay white men, need to kind of fix themselves because it's not only just about the music, the club scene or whatever. It's really about the people who go there and make it seem like, you know, this is what it is. This is our little location. We don't want other people here. You know, those people. Yeah. You know, and it's just really like one of those things, like it's really, a you know, a gay white man need to stop, you know, giving off this facade, you know, that they don't want us around, but you guys take from the culture. You guys want to act and talk like us and fuck us, but you don't want to be in, you don't want us to be in certain spaces, which is what I don't get. Yeah. And I just never understood that, which is why I don't really go to sometimes. And it's just like, do I really want to go there to be looked at and be kind of like felt away or whatever? You know, because not even not just me, but it's just like one of those things like, you know, they don't have to say anything and they have never really experienced in the gay club like discriminating like discrimination but it's just the looks alone and the vibe alone they make you feel like you're not even wanted even if you try to be friendly and be nice to them you know they're like oh yeah and they just kind of like dismiss you like you're mm-hmm. nothing and it's just like okay never mind <laughs> and like i don't want to talk to you now then but yeah, that's just my look on it. Like, it's just, like, I don't think things are ever going to, you know, someone kind of takes initiative and makes something great, you know? Right. And I kind of want to do that. Yeah. But um, well, maybe you'll be that one. Yeah. Uh, who knows? But um, with that being said, do you have anything to add on? Um, I think we just about um, ranted about it. All right. My little rant is over with Jantu. And um, thank you for being on the show. I know it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, so um, we'll talk about other things eventually in the future. Um, And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I mean, the the whole moral of the story is, you know, I understand why things may be divided, but they shouldn't be. And... Instead of people talking about it, let's kind of take initiative and create your own shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Start creating these type of environments for yourselves. You know, especially people who are of color, who have a lot more money. Start creating That's clubs correct. and bars and stuff like that that are more dedicated to you guys that are, you know, somewhere in the middle, which where it makes sense. You know what I mean? And some of these venues that have you know, the space for it, let these places, let these people who want to create these type of events, let them host it, let them have it. You know, you're going to 
get your piece of the pie too because you have to obviously pay to rent out that establishment but it's just like don't be an asshole about it let these people do it don't be like oh i don't want to attract these type of people to my club you're attracting more people more money and more things because the one thing that i will say is that people of color and people from all walks of life when they find a place that is theirs that they feel like they feel comfortable in, they can have fun in they'll be loyal and they'll stick to it but it is what it is you know the girls like to do what they want to do but that's pretty much it all right chrissy all right then you guys um hopefully you guys enjoyed this little episode and until next time bye everyone bye Bitch, I'm not done yet. With that being said, I want to add on two more things. Five more minutes of your time, bitch. I know you're over me ranting and talking and shit. But, bitch, I have something to say home. And the first thing is, you know, the girls really need to open up, you know, to new things. First and foremost, the clubs that are out there, like The Q, like Hush, like, um, you know, um... What's the other boxers, you know, different things like that. You know, they need to start hosting, you know, these kind of these type of things in Manhattan again, like, you know, the Cafe Con Leche, the other stuff. Because I've gotten text messages from some of these people and like from like, I think Latin Nights or something like that. I forget the name, but um, there was a specific, you know, group of people who were club promoters and event planners and they made these events for people of color now they're in brooklyn now they're in the bronx before they used to be in manhattan mainly my thing is you know y'all want more money but you know sometimes people don't have the money for it like you know like you gotta really just be open to it this is specifically to the venues this is specifically to management and just let these people host these type of events Girl, you're going to have your moment and do what you want to do. But at the end of the day, don't, you know, don't sit here and, you know, want to be inclusive, but yet turn down these events at your venue. You know what I mean? Like, have one weekend that you do host a couple events and stuff like that. It's just like one of those things I just want to say, like, girl, even though it is, you know, it is a lot of discrimination, but this has always been a thing. This is nothing new. This has always been a thing. If you don't look like a specific type of Latino, if you don't look like a specific type of body type, or if you don't look like a specific type of, you know, thing, like it, it's all, it's it's too much of a clusterfuck. And it goes deeper than just the club. It goes deeper than just, you know, being gay. It's really about racism. And at the end of the day, the girls need to fix it. And I'm not talking about the girls of color. I'm talking about the girls that are white. Y'all need to do better. You know, get that out of your fucking country bumpkin heads. Because a lot of y'all don't, are not even from originally from here that are doing all this racist shit. A lot of y'all are from fucking West Bubble Fucks of the world coming into New York City. And, you know, y'all have your money, y'all have your stuff. But y'all not helping creating a safe environment for all gay people. You're creating a safe environment for all gay white people more white men you know what i mean and that's the part another thing is that i do want to go out with my trans female friends and stuff like that where they have environments because you know another thing is like 
I don't, not for nothing, but I remember when I used to go to the club a lot when I was younger, bitch, a lot of my trans female friends would not want to go out with me because they're like, oh, it's like, it's gay boy central. There's not enough of us or there's not a lot of people that are into us. You know, there's not a lot of, you know, they don't feel really welcomed. You know what I mean? So that's just another thing. I can never really go with my trans friends because the trans girls mainly, that didn't have a lot of trans men friends. Um, a lot of trans girls didn't want to go out with me because I'm like, bitch, I'm not going to that. That's, you know, a gay function and gay men. I'm good. Like, we can go to dinner, do something else, but I'm not going to that. That's something else you guys need to work on because it's, you know, I want to go with my girlfriend and this bitch does not want to go out because she don't want to be at that scene or she'll go out. But after like two hours, like not even an hour, she's like, all right, girl, it's time to, it's time for me to go. I want to go home, you know, and they want to leave. And that's totally fine. But with that being said, you know, we have to cater to everybody. Let's stop doing this thing where it's only, you know, catering to specific type of people and open up the doors. With that being said, all I got to say is you bitches better get it the fuck together because you're going to lose business like that and you're going to lose employees and no one's going to want to work for you guys. And I'm saying this to Hell's Kitchen area, to Chelsea area, to the East Village area, to the West Village area. Because now the West Village has become so fucking straight, girl, that I don't know where the fuck is left and right so, so I can go find a gay club. You know, and it's, it's a kiki. Because the gay clubs now in the West Village, bitch, now she's straight. She's straight. And not even straight to the next man, bitch. She's straight. And, you know, and it's just, like, one of those things, like, and for the lesbians, too, like, I always felt like there was only Cubbyhole and some other um, club. There needs to be more clubs for lesbians. There needs to be more clubs for bisexual people. But, you know, it needs to be more. It needs to be more events, more uh, things, more clubs. It needs to be more inclusive. And when you get down to the gay man, it needs to stop being this, no, no fats, no femmes, no, you know, people who are queer and are different. You need to be more inclusive of that. Obviously, for all the people who are in the gay world, you know, trans, all that, Brooklyn has become a place to really, you know, have your fun, like in Bushwick and in certain parts of Williamsburg, you know, it has become a place to really be a safe haven for some people. But at the end of the day, you know, it is just like one of those things like, you know, not everyone from the Bronx or from Queens can come to Brooklyn. Granted, it's great to have those places, but Manhattan is the center, like we said before. And y'all gotta do better, you know? At the end of the day, you wanna fuck the black and the Spanish and the Afro-Latino. You wanna fuck all the other ethnicities to fulfill whatever fantasy you wanna fulfill. Bitch, you know, it's, I'm tired of you hoes. I'm tired of talking about it on my podcast. You hoes need to fucking put your money where your mouth is and really do some soul searching. Go to therapy, bitch. And ask your therapist why you hate um, fucking the black people or you hate um, Spanish people. Like, bitch, it, it's annoying. It's fucking irritating. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Bye-bye.